Welcome to episode 2 of the What The Hell Show, where we try to be something different. Our usual show format consists of us choosing names for each other, followed by getting into some really interesting conversation, which the majority of it is pretty much unscripted. In today's episode, we talk about keeping fit during quarantine, then we tangent off into some crazy conspiracy theories after conspiracy theories. So we're on. Yes, we are like on. Welcome. Right. So back to these names now, guys. Um, last time we had some pretty interesting names, but is there anybody who wants to change their name this episode? Yes. <laughs> I completely disagree with the origins of my name. But, like, you know, going with the, the naming convention, you know, I can't really choose my um, own name. So I put it up to debate. Uh, okay, well, uh, the... Uh... The former Mr. Speed, I I am in favor of calling him King Cannon. <laughs> King Cannon. King Cannon, yeah, like you know, like a cannon that just blasts cannonballs at objects. A oh, total yeah, destroyer. Total destroyer. I am yeah. of that too. All right, nice, King Cannon. So that's one name down. Anybody else? All right, cool, King Cannon. You go ahead now, uh, King Cannon. Um, name the other person. All right, so Mr. Briefcase, your new name would be Vitamod. Vitamod, okay, I like it. Yeah. All right, and the former Sea Gobbler will now be Dusty. That's fine. And um, the former Froggy will be <laughs> Mr. Cools with a Z, just for flair sake. Well, all right, I can live with that. <laughs> oh, nice. All right. Um, so, anything interesting happened lately? What? Not really, uh, but I just noticed I'm putting on a lot of weight. I just eating food nonstop, trying yes. to exercise, but just quarantine, it's quarantine life. I am trying to yoga. So in um at the place I work, uh, we started having virtual yoga sessions. Yeah, but it's only once a week, and I don't do anything else. Oh, okay. okay. So I'm trying to like do some normal stuff, like sit up, push up, stuff like that. Oh, but how it is for you guys? I just squat. In the evenings, because I don't know, my back does hurt a little bit because just sitting on whole day. So I just try to get active. Before I used to go mm. for walks, but now um, there's strict stay at home. So whoever could do at home, squats for it. You know who I bet the squat a lot? Cobblers. When they like, you know, <laughs> picks and choose. It's almost yeah. as if, you know, do you think it's they meant also, to be. Do you think they also squat when they're gobbling things up? To like, probably, probably, you know. They're just like always in that position most of the time that, you know, sometimes when they have to eat, they just gobble, mm. gobble, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right, Mr. Vitamod, um, how, how do you spend yeah. your days being healthy? So, luckily, I had gotten a kettlebell like a week before quarantine started, right? Oh, but nice. so, what size? It's it, it not that heavy, it's like 20. <laughs> so, um, but the problem with that is I can't complain about my back hurting me. Because then my wife is always like, it's because you're swinging that kettlebell. <laughs> She's so... like, oh yeah, swing that kettlebell. <laughs> <laughs> I have developed a paranoia that I might let go of the kettlebell and I'll fling and I like, bust through my TV or something like that. So that's uh, my idea. Yeah, that's a legit concern because I have, I, have, I have this um, experience with things um, swinging and destroying tables and chandeliers and TVs. So that Wait, is a legit oh. concern. What? Yeah, then people stop talking to you after that and thing. Yeah, yeah. Wait, people wait, wait, wait. I, I, I think I remember this, but um, 
Was it was it an event where you and I were at a mutual friend's house and we were playing a video game and uh, we broke the chandelier or something? Yeah. Yes. But exactly but it was it was uh it was his fault, right? I think he did. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe he blamed us. I don't know. Maybe he blamed you. <laughs> I think so. No, actually, I think he did. You know, he came back and he's like, you know, um, sorry to do this, but you know, I blame it on you, right? Oh, we. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you maybe you should go pay him a visit, but you know, after that, I guess that's something you can't, uh, you know, forgive him for. So. <laughs> Um, no, what, but what what, mm-hmm. what I should do is just like pass discreetly and just drop the controller, um, like in his in front of his front door and leave it there, <laughs> and see if he remembers. <laughs> no, I, I I think you should go and meet him and go inside his house and stuff and just have like a nice warm dinner and stuff and just be like, hey, remember that time when you blamed me for breaking him on the chandelier? Well, guess what, bitch? And just like <laughs> actually break myself. Yeah, just like break us all the shit in his house. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, get crazy. Ah, love but, bygones, big bygones. <laughs> oh, but uh, back to the kettlebell swinging though. Uh, well, from my experience. Uh, once you get the hang of it, you don't really drop out your hand, so well, do more practice. Yet, so. <laughs> I guess just don't do it ne- next to your TV. Yeah, 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 that's what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. Or, or just have, just... like, do it in, like, a corridor, so, like, if it does slip, right, it would either go, right. like, unlimited distance forward or backward where it slips. Yeah, or maybe keep, like, a little jar of powder next to you when you're using it, so it sweaty palms to, like, you know, let it slip out your hand or something. <laughs> Alternatively, I could do it like right in front of the TV just to like um, keep the adrenaline going and mm. have some excitement. And... Yeah, that's, but that's, that's actually. That's actually. Uh, what? Oh, no, so that's actually a legit technique when people like, um, you, you're handling like sharp knives. Um, the danger of actually like, cutting your fingers is keep you like aware of like what you're doing. Oh. Unless you become too complacent and you just end up cutting your fingers. Yeah, no, yeah. just remind you, it's like, oh, no, I can't be complacent. <laughs> So, like, we were talking about, um, you know, being healthy and stuff and um, during the quarantine and things. And it's kind of interesting because now, you know, we in quarantine, um, at least in Trinidad, until the 30th, but you could barely go out and stuff. What do you guys think going to happen when we actually get to go back outside? Like, I personally, I don't think it will finish at the 30th. I think it might have to go into me. The 30th of April in yeah, Trinidad. But, yeah, but I feel I'm going to have to, like, um, get pushed back or something. So from my experience here, uh, yeah, this peak of this outbreak in any place doesn't happen until maybe like a month and a half in, two months in. I think in the States of America, it was almost... Um... Wait, let me take it back from what's your prediction for... Um... So like, what do you guys think well, what's going to happen? Like, what's going to change and stuff when we get to go outside? All right, so I have a theory that part of this is to get us to gradually give up some level of control that we have and gradually give up some of the independence that we have. And then you can see every so often they would quarantine us again just for the powers that be to exercise their dominance. Mm. Wait, wait, wait. What? <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> um, what the government like doing this to control us? Yeah, I think they're trying to do some mind control and they're trying to make us live in fear of each other. Uh, so you think that they turn in this whole experience uh, into an event where they did inflict some sort of brainwashing which is a possible thing i mean it could be true um 
uh, where they try to um, control the population through fear. Yeah. So like what will happen mm-hmm. is um is they will make you register your health and every so mm-hmm. often you will have to go in for a test, right? And they'll get like all the information on you. Mm-hmm. And then they will say, we'll conveniently link this to an app on your phone, right? And then I will tell you that this will ensure that you're healthy all the time because they will be able to alert you if there's certain um, disease spreads in your area or anything like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then they're really going to be stealing your information. Mm. It's funny you say that because only today I was reading an article with a collaboration between Google and Apple where they're coming out with a feature that is cross-platform on both iOS and Android where people's phones would be able to communicate their health status or more specifically their COVID status. So what it, how, how it works or how it's intended to is that uh, you go and you get tested for COVID-19 and if you're positive, you record it in the app that uh, the government has control of. So it's a government app that you record Shit. your COVID-19 status in. Mm. And what it does is that if you come in contact with come in, come in contact with anybody else who has this app installed, the app will notify you, hey, you've been exposed to COVID-19 and you should probably go and get checked if your status is not, not you, you were never infected with COVID-19 before. Mm. Uh, and eventually, the aim is to move away from the app and have this feature integrated at the OS level. So it doesn't matter if you have the app installed in all Android devices going forward, we'll have this feature once you opt into it. But it is on your phone that tracks you and it tracks the phones that you have came in contact with. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. I was just talking shit. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, this I'll, is... yeah. This is the same I will thing send I you the article. Whoa, the article. Okay. This is uh, Edward Snowden was talking about this, or because I know he was mentioning um that how uh like the governments are gonna use the pandemic to like uh bring about uh extra surveillance on the population and that kind of thing. Okay, if but, this is hmm. an actual conspiracy theory, here's what's gonna happen because of that. they're gonna suggest that we get chip implants in our bodies so that if we get a disease like a COVID they could register that on your system without us having to come in. So they will market this as if it is convenient to us, but it's really to track everything that we do. If this is a conspiracy, that's how they're going to work. I feel like you don't even need like a chip implant. Like technology um, improves so much, the chip implant in this case would just be a phone. Because hmm. everybody would have a phone and to access any kind of services in the future, you might just only need a phone. <clears throat> so I feel like that in essence would be the chip implant. Hmm. Yeah, that's a very real possibility that could actually happen. Yeah, and um, it, it would be worldwide too if it was um something that you know Google and Apple um put in out for their phones. It's interesting. Um, I think um somebody mentioned data capture, but mm-hmm. it's interesting because I was looking at some of these um the grant the grant forms the government provided. Yeah, and they want like a lot of data in there though. They capture real data to give you this grant. Oh, okay. That was kind of interesting. I mean, I mean, yeah, because they kind of give you the money, right? And you kind of need to prove why you need this money. But yeah, it's quite interesting. Yeah. Especially well, like um, how we get in these text messages from the ministry and stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like how how do they know or how do they get our phone numbers? Is it that they you know ask TSCT is like, hey, um, we want to send out a message to like all the all your customers. Could we do that? Oh. Or is it that they um 
doing this some by some third party you're not, not even involved with like digital or mobile sorry i have a question um mm -hmm. uh, what is up with that text messages i i don't know about that oh so the ministry of health keep um sending out text messages every so often um let me try and pull up one right now because we got yeah. something similar what they have is every so often they would have amber alerts here so if like a child or somebody a minor get kidnapped they would send out these mass messages to everybody and oh. in the last week or so they sent out amber alerts related to COVID, saying to officially stay inside but so i that's, wonder if there's something similar that's from the government yes yeah uh maybe uh so i'm gonna read one now stop the spread COVID-19 can be deadly. The time to act is now. Everyone but essential workers need to stay home. Hmm. So yeah. stay home, save life, learn more at www.health.gov.tt.com. I wonder if I could find so, one on my phone from the Canadian government. Give you an example of hmm. I'll look for that in the meantime. But it's interesting times. how they, yeah, how they have like our phone numbers and stuff. Well, I think uh, phone numbers part is not a private thing. So... If you want it to be private, you have to actively opt out of having your numbers stored on a database. It's like the old telephone directories. Mm -hmm. mm. Once you have a phone number from TSTT, which is the national telephone company of Trinidad, which is 50%, 51% owned by the government, you automatically, your, your number will automatically be in that directory, whether if you use a business or private person. The only way you would not be listed is you have to actually call and tell them, hey, I do not want to be listed in your directory. So I don't know if it's the if it works the same way for cell phones. Right. Like okay. cell phones. Yeah, that makes sense though. That makes sense. Yeah. Um what do you guys think of like all the fake news and how that would um play out coming out of this thing? Fake news with respect to 5G causing COVID. <laughs> no, fake news in general. Like um recently you see like Facebook and WhatsApp, they start doing stuff to put things to limit, try and limit to break fake news from spreading. But I feel like now like I see what, like, like a... the Facebook fact checked and checking um certain yeah. posts. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. oh. So like I feel like now because of this pandemic, you've seen a lot more fake news being shared. Is it a lot more fake news or a lot more news being flagged as fake? I mean, I get a couple of messages on some WhatsApp groups from some people. And it was really some of these stuff like wildly sensationalized and stuff. They would mention things that to, here's a quick thing that you can do to stop the, the infection of COVID-19. And it would just be some kind of random stuff. I mean, some things might be, you know, kind of correct, but some things would be a little bit far-fetched and stuff like that. Mm. And I saw some stuff that was just not evidence-based at all. And I don't know, maybe some companies probably started their stuff, like maybe some kind of green company was like, oh, well, maybe we should tell people if they eat uh, our corn-based food, then this could help boost the immune system. And then so they, they spread these messages, eating corn uh, during COVID-19 era will help raise your immune system, help you fight the disease. In fact, 99% of people who ate corn survived the virus and crap like that. So yeah. I don't know. But I, I see in stuff that don't have any evidence evidence to back it. So That's true because I got a couple forwards on WhatsApp self where they was claiming that uh, fever grass or what is commonly known as lemongrass in the rest of the mm -hmm. world um, does cure COVID-19. 
and if not fever grass, it's temperatures over 20 degrees Celsius. And if it's not the temperature of fever grass, it's uh, vaporizing alcohol and inhaling it because, <laughs> you know, it affects your lungs. I don't think, I, I was wondering if that last one is like detrimental to people's health because they might pour like a, a bottle of, I don't know, punch in in a water bath and boil it and then stick the head over it and you know next thing the whole thing just like blow blow up it ignites because you have like vaporized alcohol hmm. wait, wait. Yeah. That's, that's that's a thing that's people share that like i never see that i've heard it from a couple of people old people <laughs> wait 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 let me try this out they say any... <laughs> yeah. so the, the, the theory is that uh-huh. uh, um alcohol killed virus mm-hmm. so yeah it started off as a joke. Well, if you could use it to wash your hand and you catch your virus, um, drink it, it would get rid of it inside of you. But then there's like, it doesn't affect your stomach, it affects your lungs. So then, well, what you need to do, you need to breathe it in. <laughs> <clears throat> okay, then. I mean, somebody probably started this thing off as a prank, but somebody gonna like believe it somewhere, somewhere down the line. Because they have those, they have a lot of those people, especially in Trinidad, who just believe random shit that's why Travis is also popular is because it has those people out there who just believe oh well if i put this oil on my skin it'll just make women want me <laughs> so i don't know i don't know if it's a lack of education or what or just that they i don't want to say gullible but you have a lot but, of those people mm-hmm. coming back to um where i was talking about it's what will happen coming out of well, going back into society after this whole thing mm-hmm. goes on, I think there would be more awareness to fake news. Mm. Hopefully. Because um, the ministry keep like stressing it. And just because the ministry are a lot more visible now, because they're on TV, I think, I, keep, I don't know, people refer to like new soap opera and thing. Like, yeah. I think it would like people just remember it. What might happen yeah. too is um the people who believe the fake news, they might die now because they believe in stripping this and they're doing the wrong things. So then we would have a society where only the smart people survive. Yeah, yeah, you mean. yeah. That was a joke. <laughs> was it, it, it might be where like somebody was like, Oh well, maybe if I inhale alcohol vapor, I don't know if that's a thing, I can't remember chemistry, but yeah, if I inhale alcohol vapor, I'll survive and then they die. And then they publicize it. Nah, eight-year-old inhales alcohol and ends up dying because right. she read some WhatsApp message. And then they realize, oh well, we really should fact-check all the messages we get. And then you know, so maybe it really will work in favor that way. But some people might have to die for it to happen. Yeah, <laughs> that might be I the was... case for COVID too. Um, for people to actually take it seriously when people start dying. That's just my honest thought. I before the first death, I thought. Like when when the first that happened, people would be like, "Oh shit, somebody died. We need to take this more seriously." But uh, I, I, to me, I, I don't see that happening. But I don't know. So I was telling my wife that <laughs> if all of this blows over, it might leave society with some kind of mental affect, where like people might either develop some form of OCD, maybe because like so it have the people kind of like me who always into like washing my hands and stuff like that and sometimes i catch myself washing my hands stop uh touch something wash my hands again do something else wash my hands again so i don't know if like people might end up developing ocd some people might develop ptsd Mm. um different types of probably mental health issues 
yeah. coming out of this because uh, we have people staying indoors, exposed to, uh, I know some people exposed to domestic violence and some people getting depressed and stuff like that. Some people, a lot of people panicking uh, in my in my work, I met this girl sometime last week and she came to get some medication and she was like, uh, I can ask you a question. Do you believe in God? And I was like, well, you know, I believe in the universe and whatnot. And we ended up having a discussion. And then I realized that this girl, like she almost was starting to break down and she was questioning God's role in all of this playing out and that kind of thing. So I think she just needed somebody to talk to her a little bit hmm. and just to feel better and it was just it was just weird so i think this might coming out of this people might have some mental health issues that's it yeah i can see people having mental health issues but yeah yeah it should be when if 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 these statistics statistics uh continue growing up growing up yeah that's some anxiety causing things there when you see those numbers start going up but I guess the government keeping that under wraps. Yeah, the US, um, they starting to get control of things, so shit still spiraling out. So New York starting to record a plateau oh. at the peak. So they think we have reached the peak and we starting to not see any further increase in cases. <clears throat> Meaning that the increase is not like, okay, you have like one today and five tomorrow. You have like 10 today, you have 10 tomorrow, 10 the next day. So the the grand total keeps going up, but the, the exponential growth in those increases plateaued. Ah. My wife was also telling me something uh, about, I don't know if it was the Spanish flu, which would have been around World War One, I, I think, uh, where, uh, sorry, so she was telling me that Okay, so there, there was a Spanish flu and people had to stay indoors and stuff. And people were so sick of staying indoors. Uh, eventually, when they allowed them to come outside, they came outside in such numbers that they eventually uh, restarted a second wave of it and caused it to, you know, like get... I don't know if I got even worse or what, but I think that might be a possibility to be aware of. Yes, that is definitely a poss- possibility scary. to look at. Yeah. yeah. You know that Wuhan lifted its quarantine on the whole right. city mm-hmm. state, right? So yeah, yeah. Um, but even though they lifted it, it doesn't mean that everyone is not a carrier. These people who coming out of Wuhan are still carriers, and they can still infect other people. Right. Yeah. I think too thing. that I think too that a lot of the information coming out of China censored though. So oh, like yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what happened with the um, Hong Kong protests. All that just kind of got pushed aside because of this. You know what the was that? Oh, I, I completely I forget about that. Yeah. Yeah. What, what was that? The um, Hong Kong protests. Now, since the uh, rise of the COVID, mm-hmm. com- I completely didn't hear anything about the Hong Kong protests. I mean, obviously, in China, they would have to stop and stuff. But, you know, I don't know. I didn't hear anything since. Um. So what, what is the Hong Kong protest? I think I don't know what is that. Oh, you want me to explain it? Yeah. Okay, well, to my understanding, Hong Kong, which is off the mainland of China, Hong Kong at one point in time was under English rule, and a lot of the English laws stayed with Hong Kong. So it w- the laws in Hong Kong were a little bit different from in China. This is 
it mightn't be 100% accurate to it, but it's kind of like my understanding. So they, it's not that they're totally independent from China, but they have some measure of independence from them. And, and they had a, a certain type of law where they were governing their own system, their own place, and their laws weren't really the same laws as in China. But then China was like, hey, listen, you all need to conform to our laws now. And I think a lot of it had to do with like government surveillance citizens and stuff like that. And the citizens of Hong Kong was like, well, no, uh, we existed like this for X amount of years now. We should be allowed to continue. And so they were fighting the government for uh, a sort of independence for their laws to not have it um, retconned and have the Chinese laws enforced in Hong Kong as well. So that's what started the whole protest that ended up becoming, you know, violent in some cases. But that's my understanding of it. If you all know better, y'all could, you know, see it because I don't that's know. definitely just, uh, so hmm. just for a bit more clarity, Hong Kong was uh, colonized. I think they, they were... They were taken from China, right? It's, it's like a small yeah. island off the mainland of China. And the English set up their parliamentary system. So it ended up being a democracy. And uh, Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in the agreement that England made, or English, West, the Western world made with China to not invade them and to have diplomatic relations with them was to repatriate this uh, island, Hong Kong, Thailand, Hong Kong, right? Hong, Hong Kong, Kong, yeah. They gave it back right. to the Chinese government. To the Chinese. But it had, it wasn't an immediate uh, give them back to China when they withdrew from Hong Kong. They had stipulations that, uh, um, okay, in a matter of maybe like, 200 years they would give back hong kong to china so yeah we're reaching reaching the end of that 200 years um agreement that england have with china yeah yeah so hong kong has to be given back to china and china has the communist party government so they're now going to take over hong kong but for the past century or two Hong Kong was a democracy, so they elected their own government and stuff. But what China was doing was putting their candidates into the Democratic Party, well, into, into, into their democra- democratic system, so they could be elected just to kind of win the Hong Kong people over. And what happened is that uh, I think what sparked the protest was... Uh, one of these leaders tried to amend one of their laws that allowed China mass surveillance. Mass surveillance and... Oh, no, 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 sorry, not mass surveillance. It was anyone who who broke a law was able now to get them out. It would take this person who broke the law in, in Hong Kong, take them out of Hong Kong and carry them to China to face the criminal penalties in the communist system. And... Uh, People in Hong Kong didn't want that at all because it was like, look, we, is a, we are a democratic nation. Whatever happens here is supposed to be dealt with the democratics here. And we don't want China taking our people and censoring them. 
because if they go to China, you probably would never hear, hear about them ever again. Because I yeah. think what what China started to do it was ban uh, literature material going into Hong Kong and anything that spoke against communism or spoke about Chinese communists as showing it in a negative light. They they completely banned it and those kind of things. So the censorship that mainland China has to start to impose it on Hong Kong, and that's what people was protesting about. Yeah, but since the COVID nineteen virus, we we didn't hear anything about that. No, I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. I guess everything just get real busy with yeah COVID stuff. Um, yeah, so they halted everything. Yeah, which is kind of strange because you know these people are actually fighting for the right and survival of their culture and their land, and and the, it's like it's, it's almost a complete country by itself. Yeah, and this whole definitely. COVID, and this whole COVID thing just like completely wiped that out of the map, wiped that out of the news, everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's sad though. I like, I didn't like, as feel this kind of like, you also the video with the WHO. I don't know if he's like a director or something. And uh, this Asian reporter was asking him about Taiwan and like he completely ignored her. And she asked him again. And I think he tried to shut off the feed. And when they called him back, he was like, uh, I didn't answer the I I can't answer the question or something and uh he uh he left again and it just goes to show like maybe I think this ties in with the reports that Taiwan was sending to the WHO they were disregarding them if they like yeah because uh China uh, Taiwan is also called the Republic of China or something like that if I remember correctly, I had a Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, but it did it not recognized as a, a separate entity, I think. So the numbers that they were sending to WHO, I, I think they were they were disregarding it altogether or something like that. And the that guy from the WHO, it is going to show that you know he he's scared of of China. Uh, he's scared of something happening to him and. As make you wonder, like, is it really that bad? Like, like if you say something bad, will they send people out to like kill you and your family and stuff? That's that's kind of crazy. That's like some conspiracy movie espionage kind of thing going on. So hey, hey, I guess we need to like watch what we say next thing. See, so we get some sort of um, you know, man, <laughs> Chinese James yeah, Bond yeah, come yeah. after us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let you guys have Huawei phones? Have what? Huawei phones. That is one of the reasons why I wouldn't buy a, a, a Huawei phone, you know, because yeah. um, I really do like the ability of Chinese to probably hack into my phone and know anything about me, even though I'm just like one in seven billion. Yeah. Yeah. So, just but but right, and this is this is this is my thing, right? I find the Chinese government and everything, um, Chinese political in that sphere, just so morally wrong. And they just allow it, like, you know, they just don't really care. It concerns me that our government has such close ties with China. Um, so I kind of believe the conspiracy that, you know, our government following China's footsteps by censoring the information that they're leaking out. Um, but back to the, the Huawei point, you guys know that uh, um, 90% of all our cell phone infrastructure is from Huawei. In sure enough, yes, that's yeah. that's true. Yeah. Yeah, so, I could um, I... tell you, um, we also have partnerships with the um, University of the West Indies. 
Mm -hmm. uh, there's partnerships for in the computer science degree um, to do computer engineering or software engineering in um, in China. So that's an exchange program that happens where CLEC students will get to go to China and um, they actually get to um, intern with um, Huawei stuff, which is very interesting, I guess, because I don't see this kind of um, that being offered in um, like you don't see that in the Jamaica you know, University of the West Indies in Jamaica. You don't see that in um, in like other countries. Much. Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't really look so much at the other countries, but it's very interesting that we have that kind of setup. Specifically from Trinidad to China, right? And yeah. like Jamaica to China, even though UE has operations in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's um it's very interesting. Um, it does. Yeah. I mean, it, for, for computer science students, they should, should, they should do it because the experience you'll get is really good. But still, it's very interesting. Yeah, it's interesting to know the ties that uh we have with china so closely and um what it could mean on a bigger scale and how much influence they could have on us if we owe stuff to them um and uh you know then they could have some measure of control to on our government as well if it, they, i mean if it's... um i'm not sure See, if it's true not... sorry go ahead. no you go ahead go ahead you go ahead i'm not sure if it's true or not but wasn't there some sort of thing that happened with the Hoover Hospital, where it was the Chinese who paid for it, something like that, or is that like fake news? Uh, I think uh, there was a video circulation saying that China built the Arima Health Facility, the new Arima Health Facility, or something like that. It was circulating in China, uh, so it was a video made for China saying, "Hey, look at this hospital we made in China, the Arima Health Facility." But I, um, I don't think that they. They, they they built it. I don't know if they contributed to it in any sense, but it was uh just alarming to know. Because was... I can't I can't remember any I know they, they did some um they did some work on the Arima Health Facility because they're trying to get the Arima Health Facility upgraded to like a uh hospital uh level because um it's it's kinda big. So I think I'm familiar with that story. Okay. Um, so many wait. details you might forget in it is yeah, what you're saying is that they're trying to upgrade the Arima health facility, health facility. into into other Arima hospital. Mm -hmm. And they did some work and I think they recently completed it. But right, they recently the, completed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What what China was reporting on their side was that they built the hospital from yeah. scratch from oh, in right. about yeah, yeah, yeah. a month and a half. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that was what they were saying, correct? Yeah. Yeah. When actually the existing structure of the health facility was constructed more than five years ago. Yeah. I'm not too sure if the original structure was completed by the Chinese contractor, but the new wing that they made was constructed by, I think it was the China Railroad Company. Okay. Yeah, that was the contractor who, who, who built it. And that's what the Chinese were circulating as part of their propaganda. Yeah. Coming back this to is... what, um, what you said about the video circulating, is it that the video was, was circulated by the Chinese government? Or is it just like by some kind of construction film or something? It you was circulated by... Uh, the video I saw circulated by a Chinese YouTube channel. So okay. I didn't really understand like the language it was written in and who owned the channel, but it was right. in uh -huh. Chinese and it was on Chinese YouTube. Just to ask to clarify that one, I know, I think I know that in China, 
they can't use YouTube freely. Yeah, like that's, that, that's what I was going to say. They, they have no access to They have their own internal YouTube and everything. Oh. So if it is on YouTube, that. that's a bigger deal. That means somebody who had, what do you call it? Somebody who had the ability to put it up on YouTube. Yeah, their whole internet um, stuff is all internal. They have something like Facebook that's actually um, built by the government. It's basically like Facebook, but owned by the government. And is we something, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a whole social network thing. You can chat with people, add them as friends, share photos, stuff like that. But it's like the government controls it. At least right. from what, what I understand from reading a couple articles. Yeah, and it's starting to get like out of hand. I think I was reading about too, that if you don't have a profile, you get barred from services, government services in China. Does that yeah, have so this... social credit situation? Sorry? The social credit, like you have to have social credit to... Yeah. Be... So this comes back to the kind of point I was saying earlier. Um, your smartphone kind of becomes like your barcode or your chip right. in your um, mm-hmm. chip in your implanted in your body. Yeah. Because if if the government gonna refuse you, like um, you know, abilities or access to certain services because you don't have a smartphone on the, or you're not on this you know, social network, then that kind of drives you to get those things to to access these services. So you have no what? choice. Yeah. What what if for like the next election the government just decides, hey, let's um everybody is getting a free Wally phone. <laughs> and then yeah. we know so, then, then we know something going on for sure. So you guys know about like the Chinese donation of like uh, police vehicles for and basically a police fleet for Trinidad. Wait, what? What that happened? Yeah, so if you look at if, if you guys are on your road and you watch especially these nice shiny new motorcycles and a couple of vehicles as well. And a couple of vehicles well. Um I think it's like three hundred motorcycles they got from China and it's Chinese motorcycles that the police driving around on. And they also drive in these Chinese made SUVs as well. Dude, how come everything we joking about turned out to be true? It, yeah. It's, it's scary, right? <laughs> yeah, scary. yeah. Definitely, yeah. I did see um one of some one of those SUVs. I it looked a little strange. I, and I, I, I didn't yes, it looks any, strange. It looks strange. Yeah, but I didn't think it one, right? I think it is probably some new model that I don't know about. No, just look at it. It's it's somewhat is is a brand you've never seen or heard of in, in Trinidad. It's not Honda, Toyota, the ones you normally accustom seeing on the road. It's some just some weird logo and an even weirder name. Wow. Yeah, so if they if they, if they give us all these things, then they might want to have some influence in the government decisions. They might be like, "Hey, well, uh, put in this law where you could um, sorry, put in this law where you could have the police come into your properties without uh, needing any warrants or uh, from the court or anything like that." Oh, and yeah. you know, they could probably just influence them like that. I don't know. You guys familiar with uh, an ex conspiracy theory, but it's like a conspiracy theory that kind of true. The Chinese death trap, that no. as in DBT. Oh yes, I heard of it. DBT. Yeah, that's a Chinese. Yeah, that bit. DMT. <laughs> I wish it was that kind of trap, but no, that that like you know you owe money to people. Okay, no. All right. Yes, I think I wait. wait. Let me, all right, so I'm going to explain what I know and then you can character. Sure, go ahead. Is this where they kind of invest in a country, right? And when the country can't pay back, like, oh no, they give out a big loan to the country, right? And when the country can't pay back the loan, they come in and say, okay, well, this, this, this country is my country now. 
That's exactly right. And what they do is they start taking up resources. So they start um, taking resources in payment. And one of the ultimate um, goals is to control all the ports of entry to the country, um, specifically marine. Not so much airports, but definitely marine. So they even they, they essentially trying to form like this one big Chinese control port conglomerate. So they would come in and because you can't uh, pay back for the loan that you take, they'd be like, well, we helped construct or we helped upgrade your port. So we will come and take it back because this is our materials, our craftsmanship, our everything. So this is our port now and they'll take it. And the, and the um, government will have to pay the Chinese people to use the port now. And uh, if even if even regardless of those assets, they would start taking um, natural resources. So they would start taking like um, cutting down trees to get timber or more, more or less as be resources that China doesn't have. So in our case, you know that Trinidad doesn't own the pitch lake anymore, right? We don't. I did not know that. Trinidad doesn't own the pitch lake anymore. It's, um, it has been leased to... Oh, no, no, no. It's been sold to China and Trinidad leases it back. Yeah. You mean Very Trinidad cool. sublets it? No, so China has the um the rights right. of ownership of to the pitch lake. To the pitch lake and uh-huh. Trinidad leases it from China sure. to get material to pave the roads. That's why the roads getting paved, even though it's elections, is an election year and you're not seeing roads getting paved as much as you used to get see um last five years because uh, the material from the pitch lake is now significant. Huh. Yeah, I mean that's up to 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 to, to verification. We could very Wait, how, verify how that you, again. How you heard of this? Talking and reading, and it's over five years, I think. Um, I've been hearing about it, so I would probably need to to refresh my information on that. But I think that is the case with the pitch lake. That pitch lake thing is that's that's common knowledge, or not really. It, sh- it should be. Okay. That's mind blowing right now. Yeah, it 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 is in the the public domain. Okay, so I just Googled this, and one of the articles I found is called China's Murky Trail in the Caribbean, as a Newsday article. Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> China's Murky Trail in the Caribbean. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'm just coming through it now to see exactly what they say. That's pretty interesting. That, um, because I did notice that, uh, you know, roads have been really paved, right? Um, it's have all these roads that um so bad, and you don't really see them paving anything. The only roads you really see them pay is like the avenue and like somebody like um more major roads. We so... should look you you um uh, you'll offhand know the remember how uh Colin was saying that we were getting uh loans from some international banks. I was trying to remember who, who they were if any of them were Chinese. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure it, it probably have Chinese money in that. Oh, so I'll look it up and see if I find anything. Hmm, that's pretty scary, though. Yeah. What is CAF? Nah, that's... We went on our little rabbit hole channel. But... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, well, we just learned a lot about China. In yeah, we did. Yeah. Pretty crazy conspiracy theories. Like, I don't even know if some of these are true. I mean, I, this pitch leak thing just blew in my mind. That we can't even use real pitch. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I need to, like, go and, like, start looking up some stuff. So, please, people, do your research. 
Don't take me too seriously. <laughs> and if you see the podcast suddenly gets taken off the internet and you never hear from us again, well, maybe you might know why too. Yeah, that's true. Just putting that out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that little that's a... watermark seal of safety. <laughs> so what we'll do is, I guess, we, we could look up into it more and then we'll follow up on this and they follow it. Do we want to pick up some listeners? Oh, no, really. <laughs> um, yeah, if y'all want to. Shout big out. Up. Big uh, up. I want to big up my like pickles. First day in retreat yeah. from day one. Pickles, big up your whole self. Pickles and, and pickles. Bobo tea. Bobo tea. <laughs> you know Bobo tea. And also, um, my baby girl. Is she a big up too? <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? Kimbo Slice. I remember you from MSN days. Yeah, Kimbo yeah. Slice. Kim... The, the, the real Kimbo Slice. Yeah, I mean, he died, but, you know, <laughs> I'm sure he listened to this podcast. And then... <laughs> well, that's I want to listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, I should probably shout out my wife. I don't know. I, I sent to the last podcast list, and I don't know if she listened to it yet. <laughs> She'd probably be like, you know, I see enough of this idiot every day. Why do I want to listen to the recording now? <laughs> <laughs> For real, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> he and his, this idiot and all his idiot friends. <laughs> Nah. <laughs> All, right. All right. So that's enough for one sitting until next time. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah.